welcome Hello. back. Um, here we are again. Another episode. Another episode. Uh, today is... Our episode? Yeah. What it is? Oh, it's Gritty Glow Up. Glow Up! Yeah. Yes! Changes in life. You're upcycling and restarting, refresh Upcycling yourself. yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Love you know, that. there's that... Um, there's that thing that every seven years your body regenerates all cells until so there's changes every seven years, you know? Um, oh, every seven years, that seems kind of accurate, yeah, actually. It's a, yeah, <laughs> when you start thinking about it, milestones of your life, it's weird. You're like, oh, it kind of is in that seven, eight year range every every seven or eight years. Um, I don't know why I heard of that, but it just popped up somewhere again that I was like, you know, what do they call it? Doom scrolling? Why do they call it doom scrolling? You're just scrolling, reading all the depressing stuff that's happening in the world. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I was scrolling and it came up again about like regenerating cells and what it causes people to do. And um, basically, those refreshes, the restarts of your life. Like, everybody thinks that. I know when is it too too late to start something? And I don't, I don't think it ever is, right? No, it's I, never. I read something about a. I mean, look at you. You're going back to school right now. I know. I'm going to go back to school to finish my degree and. At 40 years old, that's crazy, but it's going to be, it's weird that didn't come into play for me this time around. It came into play like when I was like 29, 30 and I wanted to go back and I was like, oh no, that's too old. But now it's even 10 years past that and that, that didn't come into play at all, which is, shows you how you change, you know? Right. Um, I Perspective didn't get, and views yeah, on age. It's true. I didn't get called out on that. Like my, my partner was like, remember like 10 years ago you were like so weirded out because you were going to be old and now that didn't even come I was like yeah I was and that's just how it shows changes and I mean we all change no matter what and what we do and I read about some uh, Asian lady in I don't remember where but she was like close to 100 and all she wanted was a high school degree and she did oh yes I read about yeah, that too and she did and I was like and she said it's, it's never too late to go back yeah and that's like come on and us like of course still able bodied and do it like we, can, we got this and Right, it's really just like, don't put limits on education in general. I think no matter what age you are, what demographic you are, how poor or rich you are, sure, go back to school. Read and learn. I mean, yeah, you absolutely. Have, you know, that's a... It's, it's funny because, you know, um, changes... You always want to change in a, in a way that makes you better in every way, but sometimes they're unavoidable, unavoidable changes, you know? Uh, like so getting laid off. Like us, yeah. Like... Uh, my going back to school was it was always in the back of my mind but you know you start making money you get comfortable you get into a position where like right. okay this is fine but then like when something happens like this oh there's a break and then you start thinking you're like well should I like take this as a sign like to to better your I know it sounds so I hate it sounds so cliche to better yourself but it's true like no, not cliche at all. I think that that's the way you glow up. You look in the fucking mirror, figure out what is wrong in your life, what you need in your life, what you want in your life, and what you want out of life. You know, you you kind of have looked in the mirror and decided you want to go back to school. Yeah. Um, I, you know, have kind of made the decision I want to break into the nonprofit world, and that's going to be a huge change from, you know, all the money-making companies that I've worked for. Yeah. For the past, you know, 15 years, yeah. 15 plus. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my my current change or glow up. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, I feel like that, like, you, it's a good way to, I mean, you always want to have the funds to survive and, and live the life that you want. But also, 
uh, your pay should come also in a way where it's fulfillment of, of your of your soul. Like you're literally you're filling your cup with oh, mo- yes. money. Can only bring so much, and it's horrible to say because it sounds privileged, but I mean it's true. Like you, then you start searching for. I think once you have crazy money, you start searching for things that don't fulfill you. Uh, I mean, this doesn't sound horrible, but like things like shoving yourself into a little. A little metal vessel and going down thousands of feet because you have an extra 250k you know because you and and that's just i mean that's fine for them i don't want to be like non-pc but it's true like changes like that was a change for them they're like i need more i need like we have what we want we're billionaires what else can we do what's fun to explore what's a change and that's horrible and in tragedy but i also believe that exploration and all that People, there are certain people that have to take the risks to do that, and those people wanted it and they did it. Right. And I mean, I'm all for exploration. Yeah, I um, just think you know maybe exploration um, in safe ways. It should be regulated. You know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, it should be like just how airplanes you can't take off without regulations and inspections. I should. Right, and I, I did see an email exchange through that whole thing of um, somebody who worked for OceanGate, the company who built the submarine. Yeah. Um, that basically said that safety was kind of the death of innovation in a nutshell. He said that. Which, yeah, the, which, like, is, which is like, no, no, you know, yes, of course, innovate, explore, expand, but protect the people who are doing that for you, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, back to changes. Uh, so nonprofit, that's what you, your glow up. So like, and, and what, tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, it's just, you know, I've just worked for so many sales organizations and, you know, I've been in the tech industry for the last about three years, um, medical sales before that. And it's just, I'm just sick of that kind of role of we're, we're just looking for money. We just want money, 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 money. Um, obviously, nonprofits are also looking for money, but for good causes. Um, and I just think, you know, in this time that since I've been laid off from my last company, I just I can't go back to that. I want to do something like you said, that's fulfilling, something that's helping people or bettering the earth, educating people. You know, I'd love to be in, you know, some kind of, you know, women's rights organization or um, an organization that's, you know, helping out uh, voter rights, that kind of stuff or immigrant rights. You know, I want to. Do something that's helping people and improving the current situation because clearly the world is a little bit chaotic right now. It's a little on fire. It's, a, it's scary. It's a little on fire. But I mean, we doesn't mean we don't stop. We keep changing and trying to. We have to fight back, you know, uh, and and make sure that you know, like with these changes, there you can bring good to to the world and and, and the causes you want to do and and. And we remember that, like, the world is on fire, but you can have control of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you right. can, if you want to glow up and do it, don't stop. Because that really did, well, like, well, there's a thing in me before. was like, well, should I even go back to school? The, what kind of leadership are we going to have in a year? Am I going to go in there and then it's going to be a dumpster fire and where they, like, pull out certain funding for certain things? Or, like, weird, like, things right. like that that I'm thinking that are, like, what could have, should have, what is, or what ifs. But, like, also, like... That's not going to let me stop. It's not going to stop me now, which before it probably would have, to be honest. I would have been like, no, there's too many, like, issues, too many things. Let me just work right now and because like, we don't know what's going on, you know? Like, and it's a scary place to be at, but... 
And it, and at this rate, there's always gonna be shit going exactly. on, no matter what. That's that's where that's where we. I mean, that's where the line is drawn. It's true. It's always gonna like. I think it's always happened. We're just at at the age now where it's like, oh, this is like. This is life. Yes, <laughs> we're at that age where like, oh, this is like, damn. No wonder like seeing like when you were younger and parents or other people are like, I don't enjoy, know. Enjoy, enjoy youth while it yeah, lasts. Yeah, yeah, it's so true because you're like, you're trying to grow up too fast and do that. And like, it's a lie. Like, don't grow up. I'm just kidding. Um, right. But I do like what you said, you know, control what you can control, which is yourself, your life. You can't control anyone else. Clearly, no matter how hard you try, you can't change people. You have to change yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and I do think looking in the mirror is that kind of number one step of, you know, loving yourself, kind of that self-love journey. You know, for me, I think that my most, my biggest glow up in my life was probably after I um, read a book by Sonia Renee Taylor, The Body is Not an Apology. I think I told you about that yeah. book. Um, it's just, she, her full mantra is the radical art of self-love. And I think that before I read that, you know, I liked myself well enough, but I don't think I really loved myself. Um, and you know, it's a constant journey to love yourself. Yeah. But um, I think that that's really when like huge changes started to happen for me, you know? Like I went from, you know, I used to just wear like hoodies and jeans and, you know, baseball hats all the time. Um, and then, after that kind of, you know, self-love realization, I was like, you know what? And actually, elope was a big uh, factor in that oh, for me, too, yeah. of that like, kind of wardrobe. I kind of decided, you know, fuck gender labels on anything, you know? Like, I'm going to just wear what I think looks good, wear what I like. And that was kind of like a huge glow up for me, yeah. I think, where I was like, I'm done just kind of being in this kind of like sheltered hoodie life and now I'm like I can wear colors and flowers and be happy you know well yeah and that comes from like I, and it's weird it comes from like oh how will I present myself to the world how they are people gonna think this this and this and when you start stripping that away where you're like how do I feel not how do people feel you know as long as it's not harmful to people which wearing a glittery top is not harmful to anyone if it is I'm sorry right. but I'm like, if Alexis Campbell Star can get on stage at Hillsboro Pride with some asshole out I there know. protesting, I can wear a floral fucking shirt any day of the week. Are they not how scary that is? Because you never know like, <laughs> what the next level is, but it's true. Like, um, same, like here, even just like that glow up, like be comfortable in what you want to wear. Wear what you want to wear. Look how you want to look and love yourself. Because uh, trust me, like that journey of like, loving yourself is hard it's still hard for me like there's days where like I mean most days where like I'm like Ugh, I don't like what I see you know but you have to push I push through that and and I have like I, I don't know like I think I told you this in the last few episodes I think moving here has changed my narrative a lot in in body I was always I thought I was body positive but not till I moved over here and I see it a lot more like oh yeah, that big boys are wearing those crop tops or whatever. They don't care. It's like it becomes a like, I, I, it's weird for me. I, not that it's weird, but for me, like, that wasn't something I saw all the time, you know? Um, even just wearing, what, even you just wearing like, a, like, you know, your flowy stuff and stuff like I, that's not, maybe someone wore it like on a special occasion thing or not just because, oh no, I like to wear it. It doesn't have to be that. And that has changed me as well. Like being wearing what I want, what I, cause I'm very earth tone, 
boots, like, you know, wearing guy, like, it used to be more hats, like, I've been more, like, open with my scarves. hair. Scarves. I know you yeah, have a lot of scarves. Yeah, I have, like, scarves and uh, jackets and, uh, but I've been looking into, I've always liked, I know this is gonna, this is, like, uh, controversial, but I've always liked animal print, and I have a few more, I've noticed my, my closet's looking way more colorful. I used to be, like, it used to yes. be, like, greens, mustards, browns, black. You know, now it's like more patterns, more, you know, um, which I always liked. It just always felt like, you know, you have, you don't give yourself permission to wear it. It's like, well, that's not how it would look in it. I wouldn't look good in it. But it's like, if you, I feel sometimes I look great and stuff. Or like even when it's I wear it. It's how you wear it. It's yeah. how you wear it. How you feel when you wear it. Yeah. And if like, you feel comfortable and you feel like yourself, it's going to look great. And that helps all around for that change. You know, it helps. That's the, like, I mean, for me, that's like the beginning. And you have to feel good in what you're wearing and then that's the, then the next step comes gradually like oh I'm more confident to talk to this person oh I'm more confident to apply for this oh I'm more confident to join this group I'm right more, you know it's like a full circle and uh, Oregon has really changed me in that way so I'm grateful for that uh, it's only been a year but that like things changes change can happen in a second you know so it feels like oh it's only in my head my head wants to tell me like it's only been a year you haven't changed that much but if I sit down there has been so much change in that year. Right. Uh, and I mean, I think also one thing that's important to call out is that when it comes down to it, nobody really gives a fuck what you're wearing. No. You know, like they're thinking about themselves, themselves most likely. Yes. You know? And you always think that, that like if going to an event <laughs> or something like you're not that important where like someone's gonna be like, look at that person, everybody. It's like right. most people are like I mean unless you look like glamorous as fuck. Yeah, people will be like, Oh my god, look at that Come in stunning looking like, beauty. Yeah. yeah. Come uh, in looking like Corella <laughs> Deville or you know, like Bagel, right. and that's a exactly. different thing, you know? That's it that you want that. You want you people better look at me if I come in full glam, you know? Right. Like, I'd say before my like quote unquote glow up, like fashion glow up, like People never really commented on the clothes I wore. I mean, I've, I just I dressed very basic back in the day. Um, and then yeah, once, once I started breaking anywhere. out the colors, people are always like, "Oh, I love your Where outfit," and I'm like, "Oh, thank you." Witness, I noticed uh, it. I was uh, I was actually so I've been wanting to get Tears of the Kingdom, uh, the new Zelda game, but like I've just been playing Breath of the Wild, yeah. just kind of like getting in that Zelda mindset, I guess. Um, but I, there's this... It's stupid. It's probably just a waste of time, but it was fun. Um, you can, like, go to this little shop in Breath of the Wild where you can, like, dye your clothes whatever color you oh, want. cool. And you know that, like, yellow's my favorite color. Um, so I just dyed all my clothes yellow. And the, the, the little person who's in the shop in the game goes... Oh, I love your style. So I took a picture and I sent it to our friends Michaela and Shelly. Michaela's always like, people say stuff about your clothes oh, everywhere we go. It's true. So I sent it to them and she's like, they're even complimenting you in video, video games. games. It's so, so true. Yeah, and so that's like my point there is not to be like, oh, look how great I dress. My point is to say that once you're wearing clothes that feel like you, that you're comfortable in, that you love, it's going to shine and people are going to notice that, you know? Yeah. Not like they're gonna really, like I said, bottom line, care what you're wearing, but they're gonna see that reflected in you. Yeah, it's weird because my like, uh, we were from glow up to like fashion, but I love it. It's okay. So, I mean, like, it's part, it's of, it's a part of it. So you know? like, I used to dress more like, it's weird. Not for me. I used to dress more for, not even event based. Like a lot of things that we went like you know to the bar or like a, or to watch a drag show or. 
he I used to dress more quote unquote whatever like the the mask was you know the hat and like a jean jacket and like my rugged boots which I still do that's like a something but it was very basic I would wear like just like the black v-neck or like a brown v-neck or something and that was me because I thought that that was like I mean let's get it I would get attention like with outfits like that because people right away assume like and it's horrible that then that binary thing like you know like oh he's like he looks more masked quote-unquote whatever that is then I opened my mouth and I was like that's not what it is but it's like but it's like that's how I felt like oh I should dress like this because that's how like I don't know I guess but also fuck that like redefine exactly (laughs) and that's why I was like no that's like I'm bored of this like let me wear that like like zebra print top with the thing you know what I mean like yes like you went oh no you were with me who was that was it with you that I bought that like long Indian looking like no I haven't showed you I don't think so I was I was with another friend and we were like shopping down thing and in Alberta I think and there's this thrift store that I love and they have this five dollar bin always and they had this it had a missing button but it was something I would never wear it's like this blushy brownish looking like embroidered like cute long thing and I still don't like love how I wear it I'm like how I when I tried it on but I was like I'm gonna like it and I, I know I'm so I'm gonna buy buy it and like that's something I would never have worn because it's like three-quarter embellished like you know and right. that's the change knowing to me like weird I would have never even I spent five that. bucks then it's like you something know? I would wear <laughs> yeah I think it's your influence I'm becoming him like but it's not even that it's just things that I've liked and I think being around you has given me that permission you know what I mean and it's weird some people just need that you know Hence the nails. Yes. <laughs> Which I need to redo because he always talks about growth and I was like, mine don't grow. And now they're like, look at that. I know. Like, it's like it starts to grow a little bit. I'm yeah. like, I need to redo it. <laughs> but yeah, and that has changed. I mean, the confidence, like me going back to school, I did it quietly on the hush hash, like applying and doing all the paperwork and seeing if I was going to be able to go back to school. And then it came back. Yeah, I was accepted and I'm waiting on financial aid stuff. Yeah. So, like, going back, that, like, changing. I don't know if that was the confidence of, like, being here or not. Because before, I'd be so, like, cautious about stuff like that. Stuff that's not, that won't bring in income. I know well, that's Because like, you're, you're going to PSU. Yeah. It is a very diverse school. Yeah. Age diversity, race diversity, gender diversity. Basically, any kind of diversity I, you can think of. I, it's here, like, in the city. And literally, it's a 10-minute train ride for me like right in front so yeah we can, like, we can basically see campus yeah so it's like it's just it just made sense you know when things make sense and sometimes the universe helps you with the glow up and i feel like right now it's my hippiness but the universe is literally like giving me like the past they gave me that metro pass they can go through every door you know what i mean i'm like it's like it's telling me it's direct it's basically i feel like it, it's directing me for this glow up to be like it's here presented to you take it if you want right but it's not forced on you you know which is that's right. I think that's how the universe works like it's there or not and then like, I, t- I and my thing is like well either i go finish school and two years will pass and i'll have this degree or i don't go to school two years will pass and i won't have a degree it's you know what i right. mean so it's like do you want to put in the work and do it and it's there or not and so changes also have to be proactive Right, you know? absolutely. And, you know, the glow up, like, is just as much implementing new things in your life as it is shedding old things in your life, I feel. Which, that's the fear of my glow up of going back to school. It, the old me will be get bored with school and be like, never mind, I got offered a job to do this or go seeing or do this. Bye. And that's why I would Some never... Some excuse. Yeah, I would never yeah. finish it because I'd be like, this is going... Or I need to 
eat right now, so let's put this on pause and let me go and, you know, and then that's how life happens. So, uh, you, of course, you're gonna have fears, like my fears, like, oh, am I gonna do it again? But no, this was, I mean, I went to school, what, 15 years ago now already or something like that. Uh, that was the last time I, I attempted school. I ended school with, well, with grades that were good and everything, it's just, again, I had a circumstance came where like, I was offered a full-time job to do this, that, that, with insurance, you know, insurance, like, oh, I need yeah. this, I'm getting into this age, let me do it. And it just, it just progressed and, and it was, like I said, comfy, but um, not fulfilling and I wasn't, I wasn't unhappy, but it wasn't fulfilling and it was just kind of, I don't want to say stagnant, but you, you are kind of Groundhog Day-ish, you know? Right. Like you, you're doing Just like, waiting. Yeah. Or you're like, you're just in a spot where like, it's not bad and horrible. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's just, you're there. You're, you're existing, but you're not living, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and going through the motions. Yeah. 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 And I don't, I didn't want that. You know, I want to like be engaged. Yeah. And, and meet and meet people and, and do change and do change. and like it's weird because I'm going back for theater arts to get which is something I've always loved but I, when I went back when I went to school before I started in, in performing theater arts but then I switched it I was like oh no let's do marketing business because you it's get more realist yes and those are all conversations money from money outside money my head. yeah again. not conversation that I had with myself and my thought these were all outside voices you know that are like well theater you can't do anything but teach. You know, and I was, and then you can't, there's no money, there's no, and in your head you start believing those things, and then I changed it, and every time I went back, and it was never fulfilling, and I was like, you know what, I need to go back to what I love, and it, theater's my, one of my main passions, something that I love, and always has been, and it's like, I didn't give myself permission to do that, because I had those voices in my head saying like, we're going to spend all this money in school, or do this for for, then you remember like yeah I'm gonna spend the money not you so like right it's like, investing your money your time yourself in things that like you said fill your yes, fucking cup yes. like joining PGMC you know granted we're taking these couple terms off but performing in that holiday show that was more fulfilling than anything I've done professionally in my entire life <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was fun it was a good thing and I believe like I mean everything happens for me and I I joined because I was like I need to find some some community or something really quick there because I was scared that I was gonna make this big move you know and and just feel even more lonely you know uh, feel a hermit yeah and it's funny because um, I knew a lot of people in California and I knew I had my friends and whatnot but like a lot of times I did feel very lonely you know um, and moving up here I met you and I bugged the shit out of Nick but. I, he helped me like, away. he helped me like, I don't know, maybe I was meant to join that chorus because I'm not a, I'm a, I love singing and I love doing chorus, but I realize that I'm not a, how do I put this? I love Christmas choral stuff. So <laughs> I told him, I was like, maybe I was meant to do that semester. And, and I, we didn't start really talking until the actual show started. Right. And it maybe it was meant to be. And, and, and it pulled me out of like, I was scared to be here, and, and he's he's changed me positively in a lot, you know. So that's the change Aww. that I've had. Yeah, you have. You're, you're my buddy. Yeah. But it's like for me that would have been big because normally I'm super like quiet, like in big settings and like whatnot. Even for me to like, I wait for other people to approach and talk. And sometimes even when other people t 
the person talk. I feel like my experience of you is the exact opposite. Which when did completely? Because I started talking. to I you. mean, you know, before I met you, of course, like yeah. I never heard you speak until he opened the Christmas show with the most like beautiful solo in the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, once we started talking, I. I never got that vibe from you. Yeah, because you I get me... very outgoing, well, chatty, think... chatty vibes from you. Well, it's because I was comfortable with you. Unless there's like a, you know, a, a gummy of sorts involved. No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I think it happens when I'm comfy with people. And it's only certain, you know, like I haven't gotten close, super close to anybody else out here. Um, <clears throat> I mean, your friends accepted me and that was cool. Like he has great friends and, but. Um, oh, they all love you and Cody. Yeah. And they, they were accepting, but like. If you notice, maybe I have a fear of like gaze and mass. You know what I mean? Like you get it's just a, a kind of a <laughs> it's a lot of judgment yeah. when it comes to gaze and mass. So and you never you never made me feel like that. You were always so like like it's kind of the opposite of what I said earlier of how no one really gives a fuck what you look like or what you're wearing. But honestly, when it comes down to it, if people do and they're judging you for what you're wearing, really that's like proof that they are very insecure and they're projecting those insecurities yeah. on other people you just have to remind yourself of that you know is that it's not all about you <laughs> yeah and that's like hard to get around like to wrap your head around that you know um it's just like well change is inevitable and embrace it embrace it and and do what you want like do what you want change wise like I don't know, like, I, I'm like kind of at a loss because right now, like, now I'm not feeling as lost, but I was for a moment, like, I mean, the last few years have been weird since the pandemic. I'm like, damn, like, who, who am I really? Especially my, I mean, I should mention my own glow up is I've lost about 240 pounds in the last five years. I was like, I'm half the person I literally used to be. Um, I like the way you put that. Half well, the person. Well, like, seriously. Like, I'm, I mean, like, you're half the person, but you're more, more of the person. person. Yeah, yes, exactly. seriously. And, and like, that's something that I really didn't, because, I mean, I started losing weight right before the pandemic, maybe, like, two years before, slowly. And then I had lost most of it right when the pandemic hit. And then it's like, oh, shit, I'm, like, locked in now. We're like... Who am I? What do I do? I'm just working on a computer. I talk to no one. Like, it was like a year of, like, closed in, just working. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, when the pandemic first started, I was in mortgages, which refinancing went crazy. So they're like, um, overtime was open-ended. You can work what you want. So I was like, I'm stuck in... in I was. You in had a, too much work and meant so many people had no work. Yeah. yeah. And so I was on that end. I was just, like, making money upon money. And I was just like, well, I'm at home just what else can I do? Like take on extra stuff with work the weekends, which we normally didn't do. And, but then that put me in a spot where like, Oh, like, well, who am I? Like, I know it sounds weird. I'm lost. Like how do, what's next for me? Like, is this it? Like, I'm going to be a factory operations. <laughs> I'm going to be a mortgage bro for the yeah. rest of my life. Yeah. And then just, <laughs> it's literally factory work on a computer. You know, it's not like it, it's, it's, in, it's interesting because it's always different math, different this, different that. But it, um, when it comes to it, it's the same stuff. And it's, mm -hmm. it's literally, I call it like a line work on a computer. It's exact, you know, you're just, here's your, you have 20 loans, here you go. So I was like, what else? What do I want? And even moving here, when I got laid off, it's like, well, since you're not deciding, let the universe decide. Boom. Like, I get laid off. And I was like, because I was comfy just living here, I guess. And... 
working and you know like exploring the city and one of that was my thing but the universe is like no you're not gonna be you're not gonna be do that like let's let's change you up you know um because when i hit 40 i didn't freak out i thought i was gonna have more of a freak out because i remember hitting 30 was like I'm gonna hang myself. Like, you know, that's, no. the, that's like, I'm like, that's the death of a gay man, you know, and I was bigger and I'm like, I'm 30, I'm not doing, it's just weird, like. That's so funny, when I turned 30, I was like, it's another number. And, and people say that, yeah, that's how you feel when you hit 40, because you're like, oh shit, you know, it's that over the hill type thing, whatever. Right. And I didn't, I didn't, like, it's, I feel better. <laughs> there, there's a quote that I read once that has always stuck with me. It was on a meme, and it was like, this beautiful, silver-haired woman just like sitting crisscross in the sun and it says oh, let's see if i can remember um never fear getting older for age is a privilege denied to many and you yeah. know especially like after seeing that pgmc disney pride show this weekend and you know hearing of all of the members that have passed over the years at way too young of an age it's just like well, even that, Absolutely. even that chorus member that passed away a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a chorus member. How young? Um, he was my age. Yeah, and it's yeah. just, it's heartbreaking. And it really is just kind of proof that age is just a number, you know? Yeah, it's true. It, it is. And it's like, and that's big. You forget that it's a, it really is a privilege to get older. It really mm-hmm. is a privilege to, to be healthy enough to get older, to enjoy those different milestones that some people don't right. will never will you know um like yeah i'm 30 like really the worst that happened turning 30 was i just get drunk a lot faster i got hung over a lot easier the, the recovery <laughs> is a lot longer the recovery is a lot longer yeah but uh, yeah i wouldn't <clears throat> trade it like i i'm i think that i'm noticing about myself is i i stopped living or i'm better at not living in those what if moments I should have done this or what if I would have done that or what I, and that's not a way to to progress or change what I, I used to do that a lot a lot like I used to be like oh what if I never ate like this or what if I never did this or what if not you know what I mean but of course what my, if I came out of the closet sooner than I did yeah or what if I you know um or what if I never came out of the yeah closet? like I mean <laughs> Hopefully, I'm not think nobody's thinking that. But. We'll talk about that later. But mine was, you know, we, I got pushed out of the closet. Sorry, I'm super ADD, and I'm like watching the construction that's no, happening down here. I get it. <laughs> yes, it's so pretty out though. We've it had beautiful, beautiful days. Sorry. Um, I'm like, well, on that note, we should go enjoy our day. <laughs> I know, it's so pretty. Oh my God, Fourth of July is coming up. Are you? It is coming what, up. Are you? Are you? Do you guys celebrate Fourth of July? Are you guys? Part of the why would I celebrate a country that enslaved and killed people to gain? Because I've seen that more and more. I saw some show. I saw a TV show that was so funny, and it was a therapist. And the people asked them, like the the couple that was having therapy asked the therapist, they were like, "So what are you doing Fourth of July?" And she turns around in her like therapist chair. She's like, literally says something like, "Why would I celebrate the killing of my people?" Put it in a way where like I'm like I would never ask someone how they celebrate Fourth of July now because well. I mean she wasn't wrong. Well, I mean, it's you know, the same Thanksgiving. Like, I'm all for Indigenous Peoples Day over Thanksgiving, 100%. Uh, but I also think there is something to say of just gathering with your friends and family and, you know, being grateful. Like, 
actually Fourth of July used to be my favorite holiday. Same. I'm not like a massive patriot or anything, but I just loved, you know, sunny days and barbecues and fireworks. Well, and it's funny because I, I was so. I mean, I still am. I, I. I was always, I'm always a big rooter for the USA. Like I root, like for us. Like I, it's sad that all this, all this media. Not sad, but it's good because we need to know what's going on in the world. But I was so blinded before where I'm like, oh no, I'm an American. It's giving me these opportunities and it's doing that. But it's also like, damn, it's also the other side. Like it's like, yeah, it gives you opportunities to what it wants to, right? You know, and then it's like start climbing, you know. Um, we're, that's we're another just, combo, though. Yeah, yeah, we're we're celebrating Fourth of July for the America we know can't exist. I think that's gonna probably be our next episode: patriotism, pretty patriotism. Ooh. Yeah, it sounds scary. Uh, that time for America say, to have her glow up. Well, it's, yes, because <laughs> it's weird to say like before being a patriot didn't sound horrible. Now it sounds to me. I just it, I see images of alt right and like. I don't know. That's Confederate flags. Yes. Yeah. Well, seeing an American flag sticker or something—it's weird. It's like, oh, uh, that's it, it. It gives off a different vibe than it did even ten years ago. Oh, absolutely. You know, like it gives a scary vibe, and it sucks. I mean, scary to us, literally marginalized communities. You know, right? Absolutely. Probably not to, you know, middle America. You know who you are. Anyways, yeah. we love y'all. Yes. Uh, right, thanks for listening. Get out there, glow up. Take a look in the mirror. Let us know Love how yourself. you're going up. Comment. Let us know, like, what have you done or what do you want to do or any questions you want to ask. Let us know. Yeah, definitely. And follow us, Gritty Gaze, on everything. Gritty Gaze on everything. Everything. Spread uh, the word. Yeah, we have a TikTok. We haven't started it yet. I might have to, like... I don't really know how to TikTok, so that's all, Frank. Uh, <laughs> and I'm learning, but something will pop up. But, yeah, keep following us. Keep supporting. And, um, yeah, let, just help us and, and we'll... Like, I don't know, just watch us. Love it. You know, like, listen to us. I know it's short, and hopefully you're enjoying it. Yeah, for sure. Tell us what you think in the comments. Uh, bye. Have a good bye. one.